Welcome back to the Ice Cream Therapy Podcast. Uh, today, for our new episode, we're going to be talking about school because it's school season. Uh, so, Carrie. Hi. How do you like school? <laughs> um, I'm not in school anymore, but while I was there... Actually, like, when I first started college, I hated it. I was like, oh, I don't want to do any of this work. Like, I just want to... <laughs> chill and have fun with friends but towards the end of college I actually enjoyed it because I was actually taking classes that I'm interested in and it was more like discussion-based classes rather than like lectures and those kind of classes are always more interesting to me than like I don't know like STEM classes Mm -hmm. so I I don't hate it I kind of miss it just the environment of being surrounded by a lot of people (laughs) I don't know I hate school Yeah, you told me a few times. School sucks. Why do you hate it so much? Well, I mean, besides the learning new things, I think that's cool, you know. But um, just everything else about it, which is like all the deadlines you have to meet, exams you have to study for, homework. It's just a lot of pressure that I don't need. Oh, yeah. That part is really dreadful. Yeah. Obviously, I think you said this before, which was like, if school had didn't have any of that stuff, you would really enjoy it. And I think I would agree with that because there are a lot of classes I also took that I really enjoyed. But it's just, I don't know, it's not, it, it takes out my motivation to do any school-related I stuff I feel like when w- you have to do, yeah. Yeah. I feel like once there's that pressure to like achieve good grades, it's just, it loses, it makes you lose your interest to learn because now you're just Mm -hmm. trying to study for a grade. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I also hate the part that it's like a numbers game, which it's like, that's literally all whoever is going to look at your transcript or whatever. That's what they're going to look at. Not anything else. Mm hmm. I think you've st- stated before that, like, that kind of drives you, though. Yeah, in in terms of, like, the strive to be the best, that's because that's how it's measured in society, and that's something I can look at, like, it's something physical to look at, then I know where to improve, you know? When I look at it, I'm like, okay, I, I have bad grades in this class, so I need to study for this class. So that's that's what I mean by, like, I work harder because... I'm looking at the numbers and it just needs to be higher type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, although, yeah, I'm complaining about like, oh, losing motivation because of all this stuff. I also know how important school is and how important your grades are. And that's why even though, yes, I hate it, I still do it because, like I said, it's important. Yeah. But you, you, you're you one to not care too much about grades, do you? I care enough to like get what I consider a decent grade. It might Mm. be, like, below standards for other people, a.k.a. my friends. Um, (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah, we're all overachievers. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, I I don't really care that much to get, like, a 4.0 or something. I just feel like I need a grade that will get me somewhere. (laughs) That's it. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, it's completely fine. I don't feel like I failed or I should have worked harder, which Mm -hmm. a lot of people do. I wonder which one is actually the best approach. I, I don't know. I feel like society definitely values your approach, like to get mm-hmm. the 4.0 and always strive for the best. Majority of parties will go for the higher GPA than the lower one, right? Mm-hmm. 
don't know. I just feel like because I was in that place where, yeah, I was in school and I was one of the competitive overachievers. I also, but I don't want, I, I don't want any future students or just other students to feel like they need to compete. I don't know. I don't like putting that mindset into people because it's school isn't everything. But like, I get it. Like, I, I'm only doing this because realistically, like you said, that's how society judges you. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just feel sad that that's how it is. And I don't want people to feel that way. I just want people to be like, do what makes you happy. So if your kids were going through what you're going through, would you tell them to just settle for a lower GPA? Or would you encourage them to go for the higher one? Um, I would always say encourage. I would always say go for your higher GPA. Of course, I think your goal should always be the highest. But I don't want them to be caught up, like beating them, beating up themselves over a lower grade. Say I always say strive for the A. But if you get a B, don't be too disappointed because it's not the end of the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Isn't you know? that like contradictory to what you just said? Hmm? I'm saying I don't I don't want them to strive for a B. Yeah, but you just said that you also like you you think it's sad that there's just pressure to always Yeah. I I guess there there's like it's like two parts is what I mean. There's like I don't want them to the problem with people like me is because when we don't make it to the high score it's really disappointing and you're like oh I gotta do better and then you're just putting this you're put in this weird like I don't know perspective that's just negative in my opinion um but at the same time I think it's always okay to strive for the best but don't let yourself get to that perspective or that mindset when you don't achieve your goals. I don't know. Am I contradicting myself? I, I feel like you are. Because in the beginning, you were saying how, like, it's sad that this is the mindset that mm-hmm. people usually have. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, and, and you think it, should, it shouldn't be, right? And mm-hmm. by the same time, you also expect that of your children. Yeah. Well, I don't want people... Well, okay. The thing with underachieving it's you're you're kind of undervaluing yourself i just feel like i want to teach my children to always strive for the best but when they fail at it i'm not gonna be like like i don't know how to explain it (laughs) i feel like i'm just saying opposite things it it just doesn't make sense to you the part that i'm confused about is because you agree that it's not a great mindset yeah but you but also are, what's the word? You're also placing that mindset on your children. Okay, well, okay. So I like the mindset that you need to strive to be the best. But the part that I don't want to have, that I want them to have, is that when you do bad, you get disappointed and, you know, be sad about it. I see. But I, I feel like that's also inevitable when you are, like, because, str- of course, if that's your goal, Anything below that is going to disappoint you. Mm-hmm. Well, I think... I wouldn't say inevitable. I think you just need to train your mind to not think like that. Um, I think uh, when I was a child, I was definitely like that. Um, 
I was disappointed. But I think, especially during my college years, when you know you're taking harder classes, I wasn't like sad about stuff like that.、Um, especially my last semester of college, I was like, okay, you know, like I did really well for the past three years. Maybe I should just chill out for a second. Yeah, and I wasn't. I was never unhappy in general. I feel like, at least when I was older, but in high school too. In high school, I was like, "Oh my god, I should have. I should have done better in my SATs." But I think I've grown out of that mindset. Okay. Um, but I, I don't know if this is actually jumping into maybe something we should wrap up with. But yeah, whatever. Screw it. It's not like we have like a. <laughs> Look at plan for this episode,、um, but I was wondering if you had your like a number one advice for school, and if you want, you can kind of like、um, separate it between high school and college, or even middle school. I don't know, just like your one, like as a person who's experienced all three, just be like, I don't even know if we have middle school listeners, but you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, do I have any advice? Hmm. Okay. Advice for high school. Actually, do I have any advice for high school? <laughs> uh, I feel like this is kind of both, but I, I personally think just get good grades. Hmm. <laughs> right. Like just enough to get to the next level, which kind of ties into like the whole beginning about not being an overachiever. Mm-hmm. And just like have fun for high school, you know. Actually,、okay. for college too. Where am I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, hold up. I must do this over again. For college, I feel like it's unnecessary to go to an Ivy League school or like a really expensive school just for the reputation. Because I personally, I went to a city college, and I really liked it. I think the education there was pretty good. And it was so worth it because I didn't have to pay.、Mm-hmm. And I I think I made the right choice by going to CUNY. Like I don't regret not going to like expensive school, but that that might just be my personal opinion about school branding and like how like reputations of school weigh against each other. I don't know. I don't really care about those stuff.、Mm-hmm. So. Don't go to a school just for the reputation and get yourself into a shitload of debt.、Mm-hmm. My advice for high school and college actually is to have fun and meet new people. Just like push yourself out there, because I don't know. I feel I personally feel like I missed out a lot during my school years because I was so shy, and that's one thing I re- always regretted. Mm. So I don't want you guys to like regret it either, and、uh, it makes the experience so much more fun when you have like a group of friends and you're constantly trying new things. So yeah, that's my advice. <laughs> What about you? Um, I feel like it's gonna be opposite. <laughs> um, in high school, I think work hard. Um, grades are pretty important depending on what college you want to go to, because I do think. Your college, okay. I, as a kid, I I was also I was one of those people who did care about the name of the school, 
Um, but that that's another story. But I, I think to an extent that the reputation of your school does matter depending on the career you're heading for. Um, I feel like if it's usually STEM related, I don't think it matters too much because because I think the curriculum, although you know the names of the colleges are different, it's pretty the same, pretty much the same. It's just as hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a matter of practice, I feel like, with STEM. But if you're going for liberal arts, um, I do think that the name might matter. Um, I mean, just think about it. I'm, I'm saying I'm a history major from a state college versus a history major from Harvard. You know, I, I think just realistically, in terms of, like, say you want to... I don't even know what you would do with a history major. Maybe teach or... I don't know. <laughs> I just, it's just, I don't know. I just assume that the reputation from a Ivy League makes more sense. But anyway, back to high school. I do think, yes, have fun, but I also think that getting your college resume uh, is pretty important. So extracurriculars, uh, AP classes if you can, yeah, and score well on your SATs. Uh, or ACTs or whatever. It's so sad, just random thought, but it's so sad that there are a lot of high schools or schools that are not as privileged as others. So I remember go- when I went to college, some students were saying like, oh, I took like 11 AP classes, so that's why I'm so ahead in college. And our school only offered uh, a couple, and we, I think at some point we had like a limit of two AP classes per year maybe i think they mil- they limited us which was weird but just thinking about that or even like sources of like sat tutoring it's just so sad but take advantage of anything that is offered anywhere no matter your circumstance yeah um yeah and then college college is where i find where it's just like just like carries like just have fun it's not about grades to me, like in comparison to high school. I think high school is about grades, but college is about learning new things, meeting new people, putting yourself out there because there are so many other options than you would have in high school, you know, and take advantage of any type of resource there, both like both like professional and academic resources and the other fun stuff. Even, like, I was going to say, like, even mental health uh, resources or just general health resources. Yeah. Actually, I want to say for college, I think it's really important for you to build relationships with professors or faculty faculty, or just Mm -hmm. anyone that can be kind of like a mentor. Very true. I (laughs) That's so hard because even... Even me, who I don't consider myself as a shy student, like getting relations with a professor is just so awkward. Like, what do you talk to them about and stuff like that? So imagine for a really shy person, like people who just sit in the back of the class, yeah, big lecture. Like, what do you do? Yeah, how do you even approach a professor? It's hard. I was one of those people. You got any tips? No, I did not do it, and I regret it. Okay, That's why yeah. I'm telling you guys to do it. I don't know. I Honestly, I tried to. Like, I'll go to their office hours and try to talk to them. But unless mm-hmm. you're, like, a regular 
at their office hours, it's really hard to build a relationship mm. with them. And also, I feel like you always kind of need like a reason to be there. You can't yeah. just show up and be like, hey, what's up, <laughs> professor? <laughs> oh, my God. And especially like when if you're in the in the position like I was of applying to a graduate school, you need recommendation letters yeah. from professors, right? So it was so bad because <laughs> one time, <laughs> it's so cringe, but um, so I, my graduate program that I wanted to, I wanted to go towards economics, but I majored in political science, so I took very, a very small amount of economic classes, and on the graduate program, it says, you must have a letter of recommendation from an economics professor. And I was like, oh my god, no way. So when I was applying at the time, the classes, the economic classes I've taken were all big lecture classes. And they're intro classes too. And I never went to their office hours because... There was no reason for me to. I I didn't really need help either. So I, I just never went. But then the semester I was applying, I was taking a a higher level economics class that was more um, like most economic majors would take. And it was the beginning of the semester, like October. <laughs> so I barely know this professor. So all I... In my head, when I was applying, I was like, first, I need to act like I'm participating in class so he knows my face and name. So it was a whole mission. It was the whole plan. It really was. So even though I don't know the answer, I just raise my hand and then say some BS so he just knows my name and my face. And I would do it. I would be like, I have to participate at least once a day. Okay. <laughs> and then it the plan kind of worked, right? And then um, I went to his office and I was like, hi. And he was like, oh, hi, Malala. I was like, yes, okay. <laughs> Step one achieved. He knows my name. <laughs> but, um, and, I, and then I told him my problem. I was like, hey, so I'm applying to graduate school and I know you don't really know me as a student, but, and then I explained to him the situation. Like, I've never taken a like a higher level economics class and you're the first professor I have but I need a recommendation um and I was like I don't know if you'd be willing to do it and I was like I understand that if you don't because you don't know me as a student or in any way at all <laughs> it was so like weird to ask him when he doesn't know me and I don't know him um and we've never had any conversation but he was like uh yeah, I'll do it for you. Just give me, like, your resume or something so I can write something about you. <laughs> kind of forced him to say yes, to. Like, it's kind of hard for him to say no to that when I was pretty desperate about it. But yeah, that's my awkward story. <laughs> there are so many professors that I wish I would have gone close to. Just not even because I needed a recommendation or anything. I just liked them as a person. Mm -hmm. And I was mm -hmm. like, I feel like you would be a really good mentor for me. But I, I was too shy. I never, like, got the courage. I'm just like, hey, can you help me with whatever or, like, answer my questions? Yeah. Oh, I, I guess I think in terms of tips, even if you know the answer, just go and ask 
for help. Yeah, I think I think that's a good tip. Ooh, um, also one of the things that I did that got me very close to different professors was TAing. Well, I I know like not a lot of people like being a TA or like dealing with other students or know how to teach,、mm-hmm. but I think TAing really like. Forms that bond between you and your professor, because yeah, you'll be talking to each other, you know, normally, but at at some point it'll just start. You'll start talking about your personal lives, because you'll see each other more often than a regular student, you know. Yeah. Good tip. <laughs> um. Oh, do you have any um? Anything that you would change, like I I know you kind of said like, based on the tips, like you said it on this, the th- about the things that you regretted doing. So that's kind of around the same question. Like, what's the one thing that you would change,、um, both in high school and college? I wish I was more involved. It's it's the same answer, but I wish、mm. I would have joined more clubs, or just I don't know, talk to people more. I always kind of waited for the other person to talk to me. You know,、mm-hmm. and it happened a few times, but I did not make any like really. I made like one or like two new friends, but I not enough to like actually have someone to hang out with. That's like more my one regret. Also, I didn't. I know I didn't take advantage of the resources they gave me, like the writing centers. Mm-hmm. I don't know resume workshops stuff like、yeah. that. I never went, and I didn't think. They were important. Well,、oh, mm-hmm. in the back of my mind, I knew they were important, but I was just always thought like, whatever, it's not necessary, you know.、Mm-hmm. But I wish I would have took advantage of that.、Mm. Also, I'm paying for it, so like, true. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt about like the rec center and stuff like that. I was like, um, there's a recreational fee. In my tuition, yeah, so I should probably go use it. <laughs> yeah, I have um, was it like a technology fee, and that's basically、mm-hmm. like printing, and I never printed anything. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I always end up with so much printing credit at the end of semester. I'm just like I'm just wasting all my money. But at the、mm. same time, I'm saving trees. So, hmm. True. That's related, but. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, no, no. It's, it's <laughs> Mine's、not. unrelated. No, no, mine's not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> My, I don't think mine is interesting either. Um, but I was gonna say like when I when I was in Glee, they would make us print our music sheets, <laughs> and that's the only thing that really <laughs> took from my printer credits. Anyway, yeah, that's not interesting at all. <laughs> um, you should talk about your um college experience. In clubs or like frat parties or like, I don't know. Oh, I guess yeah. The college experience is an interesting one. Um. Okay, so what? I don't know if you guys know this already. If you've listened to our past episodes, but Carrie went to a commuter school and I went to a. I don't know what's the opposite of like a, a dorm school. school. <laughs> that's that. That's <laughs> not the term. Uh, isolated <laughs> school. Yeah. Sure. Um. Yeah, so so you know how so you guys、um, know how Carrie said、um, she does not regret going to a CUNY,、mm-hmm. um, and I 
I used to say I regret not go or I regret yeah I regret not going to CUNY I think Carrie made the right decision uh, in terms of your price tag yeah because <laughs> I didn't you know yeah <laughs> why is college so expensive um, but I also think the like, the level ed- of education I got from Binghamton is probably the same as um, CUNY, so it <laughs> really does not matter. Even though I, in high school I did look down on CUNYs, but here I am at a CUNY <laughs> for grad school because um, I didn't want to make the same mistake that I did, that I did in undergrad. But anyway, besides the price tag, I think going away for school was one of the greatest decisions I've ever made you know that's contradicting my regretting not going there but at the same time I really value it so I shouldn't look at in a way where I regret it because because I love it's not that I loved my experience I liked it (laughs) (laughs) um so I think it's very important if you want to if you want to go away for school do it yeah. Like, don't let anybody else tell you not to do it because it's such an enriching experience. Um, you get to learn how to be independent. Um, and if you're a parent listening to this, let them go because it, it's it's a life lesson that they'll never get. Uh, so, yes, I coming into college as a freshman, I was so scared of like, oh, if I go to a party, will something be slipped in my drink? Um, if I go home late, will I get raped? Um, there, there are a lot of fears. And I think some of it was also like from my mom being scared. So my freshman year of high school, high school, college, I did not drink yeah Um, good wink wink (laughs) (laughs) there's don't underage drink guys (laughs) um yeah i i didn't drink freshman year um i didn't do any drugs even though i was exposed to both Mm -hmm. so you kind of just need a strong mindset to not be peer pressured if you make that decision if you do decide to make the decision to drink or try drugs i guess just be responsible (laughs) also do Um, it with people you trust yeah but that's the thing with coming in as a freshman in college you don't really know who you're with yeah and like you you know they might seem to be your friend you know, because you met them at orientation or something. I don't know, you know, or you came from high school. But a lot of people change, find out who they are when they're in college. So you really don't know. So a lot of the times you do have to trust yourself, which was rough in um, college. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as a freshman, I was very careful with who I'm with. And I was always home early. Um I didn't, I've never went to frat parties because I was always scared of them. But after I was confident in myself, um, sophomore year is when I first went to my first frat party. I went to like club parties freshman year, but that was because it's my club. So I see them on a regular. So I had more trust hanging out with them, you know, but at a frat party, it's just what you think it is. Just a Strangers. Bunch of, 
yeah, just a bunch of strangers, a lot of alcohol, really nasty place. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. I've never been to a frat, but I would imagine it's the most disgusting thing you can yeah, go to. It, it's like a club. Like, the floors are sticky. Oh. Um, it does not smell good. Um <laughs> But yeah, I, I went I went to my first frat party uh, with a bigger group of people, which is how I also felt safe going because I wasn't with just one other friend. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was also, I was, okay, I came home uh, summer of freshman year mm-hmm. and I told my mom, well, I guess she asked me or something about like, whether I drank in college or something like that. And I said, no, I don't because I don't know my limit. And I told her, I was like, I want to know my limit, but I want to be in a safe environment. And she was like, okay, so just drink here. And I was like, okay. So one day I just drank a couple beers at home. And I was like, ooh, this is how it feels to be tipsy and drunk. And I was like, okay, this is where I can go to. And I said, you practice being drunk. I don't know if that's a good tip even. I think that's a good tip to learn your minute, your limit before going to um any kind of party. Yeah. And then and then that's that's how I learned to be responsible. You're so responsible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh yeah, I I jumped uh between clubs in college too. Um I was very picky um the types of people that were in the club not proud of saying this but i was very judgy of um people when it's like they don't fit my vibe then i just quit the club are you still like that Mm, in a way i Mm -hmm. think um i'm okay because i'm i'm so done with small talk you know isn't everyone so yeah but like you know if you don't if you don't vibe with each other you're stuck at small talk yeah yeah um i wish i got to experience like the boys part like relationship not relationship (laughs) i don't know relationship casual dating casual dating yeah in college that's something that i didn't experience uh because i was in a long-term relationship sophomore year um freshman year i was looking telling you (laughs) i always tell people that the thirst (laughs) Yeah. Or a boyfriend. Uh, yeah, but in in all in all, I loved dorming. Uh, I learned. Ooh, ooh, ooh! One thing that I hope that everyone who goes to a dorm school learn is that yes, make friends, but also learn to be alone. Because I freshman year, there were a lot of times where I just felt like sitting alone to eat lunch was just, or even dinner or breakfast. It's it was just so awkward and I I don't know I just felt so uncomfortable but that's what independence is about and I don't know maybe it's it's also like a pep talk for those who don't know how to make friends well (laughs) like in college everyone's alone so it's okay not necessarily I think there's a lot of people who have friends and but there's also a lot of people who are alone it just mm-hmm. depends on your personality. No, but even if you do have friends, there are going to be times where you are going to be alone. Like your schedules don't line up or something like that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't feel we- weird and awkward eating lunch by yourself in in the dining hall. You know what I'm saying? 
I feel like that goes for both sides. I feel like if you're someone that usually enjoys their solitude, like me, I think you should push yourself to make more friends. And if you're someone that's uncomfortable being alone, then I think you should definitely learn how to. You should definitely start doing stuff alone, so then you're not always relying on other people to do things mm-hmm. you might want to do. Exactly. Yeah, and also um, a lot of th- what I hear from our friend group. Um, of their college stories was like I don't want to go into that club unless there's someone who's going with me and Uh, I I know Kevin had a lot Kevin had that like a lot where I don't know it's just like you feel like you want to go with someone so you don't feel weird going by yourself but just go by yourself you know yeah also clubs where you um make friends so it's Mm -hmm. not uncommon to like be by yourself there yeah, it's definitely not. Like, I get the comfort of having another person going with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just have to be open to make new friends. And it's okay to walk in alone. They're they're not going to be like, ooh, loner. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Is okay. that it? <laughs> um, <laughs> I well, had one college. more thing. Okay. Um, I know, I feel like you can't speak too much of this, but I... I'd like to hear your take on it anyway. Um, since it is school season, and but you're not going back to school, so it, it's different. But you had some experience in it uh, being in school during the pandemic. And it's going to be really different now. So because we had we had like half of our spring semesters in the pandemic. So we kind of know how it is and how it's going to be. So... I don't know. What are your opinions? Do you have any tips or for anyone going in for the first time during pandemic season? Self-discipline is very important. Mm. Don't like just lay in bed and not do anything all day. You're going to be really behind and then you're going to feel really overwhelmed. Well, that's just college advice in general. Mm -hmm. Just keep up at the pace that you're supposed to. But I feel like it's especially important during the pandemic Right. Because you're literally learning everything yourself, I feel like, at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Do you have any? Because you no. actually went through it, too. Yeah, I did. I I think I think I would have done a lot better if we weren't doing online school. Because I wasn't studying as much. I, you know, because you, you have access to your, like, you know, daily comfort zones. Uh, your bed, your couch, food. Yeah. It's so hard <laughs> to focus at home. I, I'm just yeah. One, yeah, I'm one of those people that I cannot do work at home. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I kind of hope as New York City opens up, I want the schools to open just so I can go to the library. Same. Even just do the school stuff. Um, yeah, but that's like need- dangerous. Ah, whatever. Screw it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to risk it? Like going to the library, I, I feel like they're going to have like capacity limits you probably have to wear a mask and stuff like that but i'm still gonna take like the the safety measures but i think i need to go to the library just bring like clorox wipes with you everywhere (laughs) just wipe everything (laughs) yeah of course um but yeah that's all i have oh it's too bad you know you can't join extracurriculars during the pandemic i'm pretty sure they will have something going on it's probably it's probably just all virtual though yeah that's not fun i like now that you if if you don't have the extracurricular stuff going on 
Because I know, like, when, when the clubs I joined were all, like, meetups and stuff like that. There, we can't meet up for Glee virtually. Like, what concert are we really going to do? I mean, you can um, meet up just to have fun, I guess. I guess. Is that weird? It, it lost its purpose if you're not singing together. You have to be friends at that point to, like, really join yeah. in. Yeah. But what I was going to say was take advantage of the free time that you have. I know it's so easy to just, like, kick back, watch a show, binge watch something or a movie. But it's time. It, it's extra time to just learn random stuff. You could pick up a new hobby. But I was going to say some, like, stuff like that I tried to do over the summer was, like, pick up coding or try to learn Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been successful, but <laughs> I'm just saying I think it's good to pick up stuff like that, and uh, I, I look forward to doing that myself in the coming semester, because I think I'll have a couple time. If I don't land an internship, uh, that too. Oh yeah, that that's another tip. Do internships. Mm-hmm. Or work part-time. It's, it's going to be so much easier to find a job once you're out. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I know there's the, the, the mindset of thinking like, oh, um, I don't want to do an internship I wouldn't like doing, you know, so that's why I don't do it or something like that. Just take what you can get. Honestly, it's just an internship. It's not a job. Like I get if it's a job, you know, like that's, you need to dedicate yourself. But an internship, like you said, it was temporary and it's a learning experience. You never know. You might even love doing it. And if you hate it, now you know what you don't like. But at least you have something to write on your resume. Yeah, it's huge. Also, you learn how to work with people and in like a business setting. Mm-hmm. It's. I remember my first like official job. I was an administrative assistant at uh, the college I was at. Mm-hmm. I was so nervous. I I was like every time I talked to a, so, a supervisor, I would just be so stiff and I didn't know what to do and I was always like just panicking that I was gonna mess something up. Mm-hmm. But after I got over that, and now at my second internship, I'm just so like relaxed about everything. It's just like, okay, something happened, I got it, I'll do it. Yeah. If I make a mistake, it's fine. I'll just correct it. Versus my first like job, I, I was like, if I made a mistake, I would beat myself up over it. I'd just <laughs> be like, man, I should be better than this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think um, I don't know if any employers would even listen to this <laughs> podcast. Do we have any friends that are entrepreneurs? <laughs> but I was going to say, uh, don't be too picky. I Maybe this is just me being uh, someone who's searching for an internship. But I would say don't be too picky on um, who you pick as an intern, especially if they don't have experience, because they need it themselves. And I was so lucky I was, um, for my first ever internship, I was a, uh, junior in college. I think it was the summer between sophomore and junior. So I was an upcoming junior and I was so lucky. And I had a group interview. So this was so bad because my my answers felt like it needed to be better than the other person's. And the... I had a group interview with two other people. So the person, the other candidate was a master student. So she had so much experience, she had to lay on the table. And then the, the other uh, person that I was with was kind of on the same boat as I was, but she did have a lot more job experience than I did. 
so one of the questions was like what experience do you have to offer right and you know they went and said whatever they they have on their resume and I straight up said I was like I know that I don't have a lot to offer you've seen my resume I don't have a lot of experience in anything but I know that I want to learn I want to use this experience um to learn new things pick up new skills because you know (laughs) I mean I didn't know how I answered it at the time but I think along the lines of those and I was lucky enough that they took me but I feel like not a lot of uh internship programs would have been like "Ooh, this person doesn't have yeah you know so I've gave that answer and I did not get picked (laughs) see like it's it's just I I just wish people who are looking for interns were a lot more lenient yeah just be like we need to give this person their first ever (laughs) experience they can put down it's also like the place to gain experience are internships Mm -hmm. and you already require experience for that like where are they ever gonna get the experience yeah yeah. Also, if you don't have any experience in internships, what I put on my resume was my extracurriculars. So that's what filled my resumes. So that's that's a tip. Like you need extracurriculars. You need to get involved somehow in something. Yeah. Yeah. Your resume is a lot more important than you think. <laughs> oh yeah, because you apply to every job with it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Um any parting after college experience type advice? <laughs> I would say school is not everything. It's only a short part of your life. Mm-hmm. So even if you hate it right now, <laughs> it's going to be over soon. And then you have to face the real world. So mm-hmm. what's the message in that? <laughs> I don't know. Endure I mean, it. <laughs> yeah, it, Sure. <laughs> I was going to say grind while you can because honestly, whatever you do in school will somehow pay off when you do get into the real world, like workforce and stuff like that. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. don't just like sit around and be like, I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. Also, random wrap-up thought. You're going to forget everything you learned in school. (laughs) Oh, you learned absolutely nothing in school. (laughs) Maybe that's just our experience, but I, I, I have learned absolutely nothing. I felt like I retained nothing from last semester. <laughs> and it was so recent. That's all we got. Guys, stay in school. <laughs> oh, I think it's definitely important to get at least a bachelor's. You're not going to get a job without it. Yeah. Times have changed, guys. High yeah. school's not enough anymore. And also, don't... Okay. Don't like feel like you're behind depending on your age mm-hmm. or if you're in a different circumstance where you have to go to community college first and then transfer to a four-year uh, university. Like I know it's so easy to compare with other people, but you know, just worry about yourself. That's really it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Yep. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>